It's time for tea time. Uh huh. <laughs> Yo, 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 what it do, what it do, what it do. You are rocking with the Tea Time Podcast where you talk topics with tea. Royalty in the place to be. And you know I'm going to put that on the No, I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. I ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna do it because I gotta have respect today, y'all. Y'all know what respect is. I gotta have respect today. Because I got a special guest in the building. Mi madre, my mama. I'm gonna let you introduce yourself though before I go into all that. They now understand why this is gonna be a, a nice episode and a special episode today. Well, hello everybody. This is well, my name is Chandra. I am Royalty's mother, but today he is Terrence because I'm talking today as his mother. And I'm excited uh-huh. to be here. It is an honor. I've been trying to do several things with him, and I've, actually now we get to talk together in person. Finally, those finally. Real long conversations on the phone. Now we get to share with the world where he get it from. Right, and it happened all the time, too. We'll get on the phone, and, and literally we'll be, I'll be calling for something like, Mom, I'm just trying to figure out. No, I'm lying. I ain't going to say that. Because I'll be calling, I'll be calling Dana for that. I'll be calling Pops like, hey, I'm trying to make some gravy. How you make some gravy? But I had to call Mama like, Mama. So I was thinking about something, and then that thinking about something turns into a thought about something that turns into what it's going to be, that turns into what it should have been, what turns into, it just be a long yeah, conversation. Y'all going to get a dose of how that go today, and then we're going to try to have to keep it under containment yeah. because, you know, we can't go too long. People start to get bored. They can't right. get bored, though, because we got some interesting conversations. Yes, we do. Then y'all get a, a dose of that yesterday. We got a nice little audience in here with us today, too. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> it's, it's, it's nice or whatever. Mama in town for the um, holidays. Well, the fam came in town for the holidays, so shout them out. Out and um, we was able to make this happen. So that's what we're gonna do. We gonna we gonna get y'all a, a, a taste of of how our phone conversations go and how we wanted to do this. I wanted to bring forth the topic of um, support. I talk a lot about mental health and stuff like that. So um, it's I, a lot of my audience is um, more so parents. You know what I mean? I, I don't get a lot of solo people. You know what I mean? A lot of people are parents because we are the ones that deal with a lot of stress, anxiety, depression, and mental health issues because of how much, you know, we have to take on and the baggage that we carry. So we wanted to do a segment today on the importance of support to an adolescent or a teen or a child or even an elderly person from a, from a parent standpoint, how important it is to give that primary support and that secondary support to, to your child. That way they can properly properly learn and understand exactly what it is that they need to do in life because they're going to have to return that back to you. So if you don't teach it to them the proper way, then how do you expect for them Indeed. to teach it back to you when you get older and now you're complaining to somebody because your child is putting you in a nursing home or your child is not doing this for you or they're not making sure you got groceries or making sure your hygiene is up. Now you got to hire a nurse and all, you know what I mean? Right, right. Because you didn't teach them as a child when you didn't do it for them. So they never properly learned it to know this is what I should give back. Exactly. So that's how we kind of that's how we kind of wanted to go in today, whatever. Just a little broader understanding. I know a lot of people might already have like their own perspective because life is about perception. So a lot of people have their own perspective on what they may think parenting is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But 
You also have to understand when we speak about breaking generational curses and things like that, if you understand that your parent didn't raise you or didn't bring you up in the correct manner, then it's up to you to change that. Otherwise, your child is going to learn that from you. And it might not be a day and time where you can tell them this isn't how you're supposed to do it. So then you leave that knowledge stuck with them, and now that stamp is here, and now your change to the generational curse never came because you didn't even act on it. Right. But yeah, I'll let you get the flow because I go. I die. Right. It's like, and when you're talking, my mind is going, going, going. Because, um, well, all I can speak about is my, myself as a mother and being raised. Everything starts with the foundation. So as, as a child, I'm somebody's child. My mama was somebody's child. So each generation teaches the next generation. So what the thing is for me is I had to go back and look at how I was raised. You know, so Indeed. you had I had a two parent home. Okay. But which parent did I glean from? You know, which parent did I want to make my motto out of? And my my father passed uh when I was sixteen, but I gleaned a lot from my dad because he came from the we we're from the south and it was a type of household where the dad did mostly everything and the mom took care of the kids. But <clears throat> When we moved to the city, my mom ended up working and my dad was working. But what they instilled in us, I tried to instill into my own kids, saying, basically saying this. My father was the type of a go-getter type, and that's who I am. So everything that he taught me, I wanted to put into my kids because I didn't want my kids growing up being dependents. I want them that's to right, be Jack. independent. And anybody that know me and know my kids, they know how I raised them. I raised my Indeed. kids as people. I didn't raise them as kids. I tell that to people all the time. I raise them as people. <clears throat> and people used to get mad at me when I had my kids. Now, this may sound weird to some people, but it worked for me. I started disciplining my kids when they were six months old. It's time for Because if you, had, if you knew to cry for a bottle, you understood when I said no then. So at six months old, yes, I started popping. I started doing all of that. I started putting the foundation of, of me in them. So they started respecting me at six months when they was walking. I could put all the glass, all the anything on the table, and you and Shannon never touched it because y'all knew. Y'all knew better because I instilled it in y'all at six months as babies. I didn't wait till y'all start walking and could understand my voice before I started trying to make a foundation for y'all. Y'all knew at six months old uh-huh. how, to, how to react to my mama's voice, how to react to your daddy's voice because we raised y'all like that. So then as y'all begin to get older and y'all begin to know how to speak, I begin to listen to y'all. Because I don't know what's in your head. I can be telling you to do one thing, but you feel like you're inadequate and you can't do that. But I allow you to say, well, mama, I can reach that, but I can't reach that. The only way I know it is if you tell me. And that becomes an important factor as well because... Yes, we, we have children, and we look at our children as children. You know what I mean? It's for us, too, because there's a certain role that we have to do, but this also goes along with the titles thing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? When you, you have to learn how to separate that title from reality as well. So reality of the whole situation is this is still a human being. Exactly. So this human being still has its own outlook, its own thoughts, its own understanding. Mm-hmm. It might not get, you know what I mean? Your child might not read the way you read or right. see stuff the way you see it. So you can't fully go into thinking, 
my mom did it like this for me, so you gonna understand it like this. Right. So what you did was, nope, I'm gonna do it my way because there's no reason why you gotta wait this long to understand it. Exactly. So once you grasp the understanding, if once I see that you have any kind of understanding, okay, now we can start to build on that understanding. Mm-hmm. I always tell them that's that's what like personal development is about and parenting with adolescents that's what you have to do you have to help your child build that personal development you have to if they if you see you have a more active child or a more understanding child you have to help them learn how to capitalize off of that mm-hmm. you know what ask them what is it what is, what is it that you want to do exactly tell me what you know already so i can support you and i can get you the proper trainings the proper equipment right. to help you flourish in that area See, a lot of parents push stuff on kids. Oh, I play football, so my son going to play football. Who's to say he don't, he don't want to be a musician? Who's to say they don't want to play volleyball just because you think it's a feminine sport? He might prosper more over there. You can't make a person do what you did. Indeed. And that was one thing I never did about with you and Shannon. I saw what was in you, and I saw what was in her. And I pulled out what was in you, and I pulled out what was in her. But I allow y'all to tell me what it is that you need. To help you get to where you want to go. If y'all say, well, mama, I want to join this, this, this. Hey, do it. Because I don't want to say, no, I don't think you could do that. I don't already put failure in you already. Mm -hmm. I'll never do that. A parent should never put something in a kid. Let the child experience life for themselves. But be there Uh to pick them up, put them back on the right path, and show them what it is and where they went wrong. If you would have tried it this way, then maybe it would have worked that way. Or let's try it this way right. and see what happens. Right. And that's one thing that always worked with me that I tell people that I'm glad that you did with me. is It wasn't a, too much of a holding hand situation. At one point, it was a let go. And it was yeah. like, you'll learn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I can't even expect for you to learn how I learned. Or I can't even expect for you to 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 get it how I got it. But I'm telling you, I went down this road before and I understood what happened at the end for me. So no matter what, however you do it, the end of this road is going to be this. But you don't want to listen to me, so you go ahead and you'll see for yourself. Right. And what did that do at a young age? It helped for you to understand now how to analyze the entire situation. Right. Sit back and think about it. Like Think about what it is you're going to do. Think about the outcome that it's going to bring. And think about where it's going to end you up, in a good place or a bad place, the same spot. And, and realize, is it even worth your time? Exactly. You know, or do you just go ahead and you figure out something else? Right. Um, I was uh, watching something earlier um, from King Yale was on decision making. Uh, shout out to Classic Talks podcast, um, and uh, she had brought up something about uh, the strategy when you're looking at the whole thing, and then it's like you'll get to the end of it just to realize what it is that you were going for was something that that wasn't even worth it. And that's where un- analyzing the entire situation matters because sometimes you might think you want something. But at the end of the whole thing, you would get to the end and be like, this ain't even what I want. But then think about how much time you wasted in that. That's right. what I, this is the type of stuff that I learned from just sitting back and understand and sitting back and thinking like, okay, if I make this move, then that only can put me in this position. And you know what I mean? But you helped build that in me by not holding my hand and painting the picture for me. Exactly. Not telling me like, nope, you're going to do this. You're going to go to this school. And then once you leave this school, you're going to this school. And then once you leave this school, you're going here. And then once you get done doing this, then you're going to be set up to do it on your own. No, because no. maybe that's not for that's me. Not, my, that's not your road. That was my road. Right. That I wanted for you. But no, you have to. That's why I say look, children are people. And parents got to. Un, that's the main thing I, I stress. Parents have to understand that once your voice, once you say mama and daddy, 
you got a voice. And I was like, I was telling Dana earlier, the thing about it is a lot of homes are one way. Mm -hmm. You go in there and this is my house, my rules, everything is my, my, my. Just because you're the breadwinner, don't that don't mean you're the brain. Exactly. Because Just because you're the breadwinner don't mean you're the technical I'm one. I'm your mom, right. but I learned from you. I'm, you know, I, you do stuff that I didn't do. But I'm excited for you because this is your role, which now allows me to now be able to do some things that I wanted to do. Right. You know? But people, parents have to understand, even the younger parents, and that, and that's what, that was one of the main things I wanted to touch on, the, the younger moms and the younger dads. Spend more time with your kids to find out really what it is that they want. Uh-huh. And don't allow the system, the school, the teachers, the counselors to build them up when it's your job to build them up. Because like me, I'm a very, I'm a proud parent. I've never been an entrepreneur. I've never been, been a business owner. I was a high school dropout. I went back and got my diploma at the age of 40, 40, 40, 41. And the reason I did that was because I had grandbabies. My two kids walked across the stage, and I wanted to be one of them grandparents that be like, I went to school, but only not only get my GD, I went and got a degree, which which loosened up my fear of doing things. But to look at me and see how fearful I was, you will not see that in my kids. You guys never saw the fear in me because I didn't want y'all to grow up like I did. Shy, low self-esteem, all of that. Y'all don't have none of that. Because I made it my business to not show me who I thought I was to y'all. And I and you know, and I'm so proud of y'all because both of y'all, you got your own things going, very outspoken, and y'all leaders. And I love that about y'all. You know, and a lot of and I was talking to Dana earlier about a lot of the, the, the children that grew up in two parent homes. You know, get together with the kids, people. Get together with your babies. Sit, get, get back to sitting at the table having dinner and listen to your kids. Don't over-talk them. And that's something I learned from you, Terrence. Me and you talk, we so much alike that when we talk, and it's like like right now, you really want to jump in here and say something. I know it because that's, that's how we are. And I was, because it's like if, if you don't jump in there, you're going to miss it. I ain't going to get much opportunity. But, you know, get back to listening. Just that's because you don't listen. That's why I learned how to write. Because then sometimes you don't want to you don't want to miss that thought. So put yeah. a reminder to yourself. Yeah. Write it down. And, and, that way you and, can always come back to it. That's the power of reflection. Yes. You know what I mean? Writing down, that way you're able to come back, reflect on what it is. Because sometimes the 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 thing that you got in your mind that you want to say, somebody's gonna touch base on it. Just give them a little time to mm-hmm, get to it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? <clears throat> but I just wish parents would get back to listening. See, I listen to y'all. I listen to you and shit and I let y'all talk. I gave y'all, I let y'all have choices. And, and I, I, mothers and fathers need to do that. And, and, and our adolescents, especially teenagers now, they don't know which way to go. And another thing I picked up on is everybody won't get it. You know, every mother won't get it. Um, every father won't get it. But one thing that I appreciate is, is Dana. Because what happens is you might not have that you're the father figure that's supposed to be there. Right. But then you can't expect a father figure that's going to be there to be there. Right. But in the same breath, you still he still takes the opportunity through my life to teach me. Right. It doesn't have to be your job to do that. Your job, your sole job when you got into this was I want to make you happy. I'm looking at your mama. I'm going for your mama. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. not you didn't meet her and the first thing that you said was you got some kids. 
I like your kids. You know I like the kids. Right. I just want to be with the kids. <laughs> no, you came in with this, but you accepted everything to come with it. And you accepting bad, you know what I mean, young, little, little bad babies, ones, You know what I'm yeah, saying? This ain't, little baby. this ain't 16 years old. My son barely be at home. No, no I still got to. Shorties, he, as they call You come over, he going to be here. The age of four, the age of six. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, been there. And this little stuff that I see now, like I said, when you're growing up, as a as a young man growing into a, an adult man, it's things that you don't appreciate and you don't think about that a man can bring into your life. You know what I mean? Right. And it's simple stuff that I see now, and it's like, right, I wouldn't even be as organized as I am if it wasn't for Dana. Because it was just little stuff that I would see, like the pants. I got in trouble for stealing pants and walking on the back of it. <laughs> yeah. But go look in my room now. All my jeans is hung up. Yeah. Ask TJ what I tell him now. Hey, stop walking on the back of your pants. Then you just slap yourself in the head like, right. I know where I got that from. You know right. what I mean? It's stuff like that. I got a, I got a nightstand full of cologne. You know what I mean? I don't gleaning. even go nowhere. Gleaning. That's what I was saying. You know Which what I mean? I don't go, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and, 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 and the reason why he might not understand that I glean more that way is because I always yearn for a male. Right. I, I, I was surrounded by a lot women. of dudes. Right. And um, nothing but girl cousins. Yep. Nothing but auntie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's all women. So then you finally get a man, and it's a masculine man. So yeah. you're like... Oh, that's how it's supposed to go. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, that's how you're supposed to do it. And right. people don't appreciate that. Right. You know what I mean? And even now, when you become a grown man, think about whatever important male has been in your life. And you need to go and, and just go and pay your respect yeah. to them. Let them know. Because sometimes they need to know that. Because when stuff like that is not voiced to people, you never know how much it makes them retreat from their true self. Exactly. So let somebody know, like, you served a purpose. You serve a purpose. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And you mean something to everything that's going on with me. So right. don't think that I just looked at you as somebody there because you wasn't just somebody there. Right. Because I wouldn't be able to raise him in a manly way in the position that I've been put in to raise him right. without you. You know what I mean? Right. It was more than just, you know, this is this is the, the nurturing part of it where I understand how to <coughs> take him out shopping and do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to, no, nah, man, pull your pants up like this and nope, start over. Unbutton all the way down. You put this on, pull this on over. Then you pull this down. Then you do a little rub. Yeah. How to spray the cologne and not do overdo it. You know, don't do overdo it. Right. Just you need to hit the hot spots. <laughs> right. These only spots you need to rub, grub. Right. Like, but I learned all that from having a male in my life. And a lot of men don't pay respect to the males that did take time to help them become the men that they are. Mm-hmm. You might not be the man that you always thought that you could be. But that's probably because that's just what your ego sought out. Mm-hmm. But the Come spiritual man that here. you're supposed to be, you know what I mean? God placed the right people in your life to put you where you well, need, you to, need be to be for that purpose. For the purpose. For the purpose. Yes. Yes. And then, because we don't know what our journey is, what our journey going to be as we go down the line. Right. And, just, and, and, and think what if the situation that our family is in now, you know, with you having TJ by yourself as single dad, if we didn't have uh-huh. him. To help you get there, right, what would Jack. it be like? Exactly. And I'm in a whole nother state. I got to try to help you be a be a be a nana and a mama from 1,100 miles away, telling you that. Well, put him on Facetime. Let me see if his pants. Or right. or just the thought of I thinking. Can't do that. Or just the thought of thinking the position of being a man that helped bring up two kids that don't belong. That to don't belong. You know what I mean? And yeah. I feel like I can't be man enough to bring up a kid that belonged that belong. to me because I'm going to allow 126 miles to stop that. Right. That's the type of stuff that it builds. Like, oh, no, I got to go do what I got to do. Mm-hmm. Situation like this happened. If you never would have been placed here, i never seen a man be inside of a woman's life. You know what I mean? That important part means that when that situation happens with me, I look at grandma and say, you can call me whenever, but, you know, I don't think I'm going to be able to. 
No. I got to handle my business. No, mm-hmm. I'm second. I'm first in line, but I'm second in line in this case. Let me take him. I got him. And four years later, look. You got him. That's where it happens. At. Yeah. But I ain't going to let you skip over the fact that you wanted to talk about the mothers. Oh, yeah. The mamas. And the mammies. And the mamies. You yes. know what I'm talking about? Some, it's some mamies that need to be talked about be, out here. Yeah. And you mamies need to be corrected so that you can learn how to be a mama. Be a mama. Because once you learn how to be a mama, you can elevate yourself into being a mother. That's it. But I'll let you. I'm, that's your segment. Yeah. Because I, I was thinking when, when, uh, when Terrence told me he wanted me to talk um, about mothers. You can tell. Team. I don't mean to cut you off. You can tell this is my mama on this episode. <laughs> She done said my government about fifty thousand nine on the government. Like, you know what I'm talking about. Go ahead. I ain't gonna... <laughs> but you know, I, I I was I was as I was get I was getting my thoughts together that okay, well what can I talk about in a in a generation and in a time as this that you know uh-huh. and I was thinking and I was I was talking to Dana earlier about it and I was like, you know, when you look at little girls and they get their baby dolls. And how do they treat their baby dolls? You can kind of see then what what are they going to be? Mamas, mothers, or mammies? And Kennedy, yesterday, she she did something, and I said, whenever Kennedy gets some kids, she's going to be a good mother. She was talking to her sister on the phone, and her sister said, Kennedy, what do you want for Christmas? And Kennedy said, she told me she wanted a dollhouse. But she told her sister, I need some diapers and bottles and clothes for my babies. She thought about the baby, the babies. And that's how mothers, mothers do. Mothers think about the children. They think about their kids. They don't think about themselves. They put themselves on the back burner and 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 go all out for the kids. Like when I knew it was my time, I, when I was on the system with my kids, I felt comfortable. I was comfortable because I knew on the first of the month I had a check coming in, got some food stamps uh-huh. coming. Love the first. I was good. Love the first. And they called that Mother's Day. Love the first. But when I had got on my own, and I had to depend on my check. Buying some food and some and, and some clothes and paying rent. Back then, rent was like two hundred seventy five dollars. Then you had a light bill and a gas bill, and if you had a car, you had gas and and and, and other stuff that go along with the car if it broke down. So you had to learn how to budget things out. But yet you wanted to make sure your kids were taken care of too, uh-huh. with clothes and shoes. And I was the kind of mother That's right, that Jack. I thought I wasn't gonna have no kids. Because the doctors told me I was never going to have kids. So when I got my kids, I was what? very, very protective. And I wanted them to have everything I never had. So I would go to work and I would bust my butt. And Shannon became the nurturer at home because I was at work uh-huh. doing doubles, making sure that my kids had what they wanted. Listen, hemming me up in corners. Unplugging the <laughs> phone while I'm on the phone. That ain't nurturing. But she was hard-headed. Was it- you should have did what she told you. You knew the rules. She taught me how to be tough, though. Just, never mind, I ain't gonna do that. This ain't this. You thing. knew the rules. You knew I was at work, <laughs> and you knew she was in charge. And she she did a good job. They listened because, like I told y'all, at six months I had played no games. By the time they was one years old, I didn't have right, to open Jack. my mouth. All I had to do was get them the mother look, and that was it. Mm-hmm. I, I That's about it. The look. I just had to give them the look. 
But you know, boys gonna be boys. You got to give them the look and the choke of the back of the neck. Mothers know what I'm talking about. Snatch the back of the neck. You ain't got to say much else. But back to what I'm saying about the mothers. Mothers are, are more nurturing. Mothers are there. They, they listen. They're always available. Uh-huh. And if they ain't, they're going to make themselves available. And that's an important thing in my situation that I like to bring up uh, when I talk about with, with TJ. I tell people that all the time. Like The only thing that bothers me in his situation is each uh, every child needs a nurturer and a teacher. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. learn from both. But a male's job in a man in a, in a young boy's life is to teach. You know what I mean? All the True. way, all the way through. So I can teach him all day long, and that's what you can tell. You can see it in him. Like all you do is learn. You can tell. But he has the the nurturer is missing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That get on the couch and get up under me and let's watch a movie. Right. You know what I mean? Like as bad as I want to do it, it's just not in my nature to do it. And it's like I don't even want him thinking that it's cool to do that. Like right, because you feel like you need to be doing something else. Exactly. So that that'd be the biggest thing. You know what I mean? So I do understand the importance in that, and that's mm-hmm. why I kind of lean on 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 Mama Auntie over there because I'm like he enjoys the fact that he just get to go and just be around somebody like come around and she always just oh you so handsome you so yeah you know what I'm yeah. Because, yeah I'm in that's here, that like, female bro, part that, and that's what and that's what male ugly. You know what that's about, what bro, y'all want to right like we we tell you get your hair get your hair together what's going on with your hair bro and I'm you up know, in that's here what like she, we fucking it out bro right, we straight bro right. <laughs> no first thing we want to make sure you're looking right. You know, you, you know that's just just our mothers. Our mothers want everything in line mm-hmm. because then when you when you not set that foundation as a mother, then you can be a mama. Everybody can't be a mama or a mama because you ain't no mother yet. Because if you a mama, uh-huh. a mama is what I am with you and Shannon now. I could come over your house in your space and you still you ain't the cat. Let me get this up. Let me get my ashtrays up. Mama coming over. No. Don't say ashtrays on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you know what I'm saying. You know, I I, I can be mama with y'all because right. my I, I, y'all know the foundation. Right. I lay the foundation for you. Y'all know the boundaries. And the but foundation it, is important in no matter is. what you do. And that's the mother part of mm-hmm. the mother is the found she foundations, and the mama come on top of her. And if you don't believe that, you better ask your daddy because your mama keep your daddy in check, believe it or not. Yeah. Your daddy ain't running stuff for real. Come on here. He ain't running nothing but his mouth. Co- Never mind. Go but, yeah, but <laughs> once you be once you set that foundation as a mother, as a mama, you can kind of chill a little bit and kind of, you know, hang out with your kids. Your, your kids can kind of be your friend. But if you ain't no mother yet, you can't be your kid's friend. Because when you try to be the mother, you're going to try to go backwards. You can't be the mother if you ain't never set the foundation. Try to check your kid and you ain't got no foundation. Exactly. They're going to check you back. That's the same way you They're better look check at it in back. your relationship. You try to check your man and you ain't got no you foundation. You ain't got no foundation. It ain't going to work. That's, that's why, why y'all bumping heads. And that's why a lot of relationships ain't fall no apart. Understanding. You got to have a relationship with God. You got to have a relationship with your parents. You got to have a relationship with your kids. That's right, You, you got to have a relationship. That. And that's where the foundation lies. Like y'all know how far to go with me. Mm-hmm. Y'all know how far to go. Ask your sister. She, I'm her mother, but when I tried to be a mama, she just tried to what? step to me like I was a mammy, and I ain't never been no mammy. Then I had to go back into mother mode. You know what I'm saying? You got to go back to okay. Let me set the foundation with this girl because she don't understand quite yet what we 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 got going on right here. You know, even though y'all and y'all, I'm y'all gonna still always uh-huh. be my kids. Like I'm my mama, I'm fifty years old. 
And there's no way I go in my mama house and act like I'm just because I'm 50. I can talk to, talk how I want to cuss. And I don't know. No. It's the respect there. That's my mother. My mother laid a good foundation for me and my sister and brother. I never, ever, ever stepped the boundary. And you and Shanna, well, you ain't never stepped the boundary with me. You know what I'm saying? Smack was reckless, cuz. Yeah. Smack was rebellious, cuz. Smack. But, you know, but the thing about it is me and Shannon, she has no sisters. So I think she just closer to me. Yep. So she thought that because me and her close, like close. Oh, I'm go there. But no, you don't go there. You know, but once, once you set but, that foundation. But, but the relationship in that is important. It is. You know what I mean? When you when you let's 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 step off the mother and son and go to the mother and daughter. The relationship that y'all have is great because the relationship that y'all have allows her to be as open as possible to say whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because she knows that you are not going to judge her in any kind of never, way. Never, never. And you know that's what I'm one saying? thing about important. y'all. I let y'all. That's important. I never and y'all have never been the type of kids where y'all felt like I can't go talk to my mom. I'm gonna go talk to his mama, and I and I say, my mama don't get it, right? And I no, and I say no. that to say, don't look at the mamie part as always a bad thing. But it's if just understanding but if the foundation your role of a mother, right? You have to have everything yeah. set to even understand how to be a mammy. Because if you do that in reverse roles, then you're gonna find yourself in a bad situation. The first thing that you always teach, so the foundation being first, is always what's gonna be result, what's gonna be reflected and resulted back to. But if you teach the mamie. As the foundation, you always when you go to be mother, exactly the foundation that's being set is always going to be Mamie. This yep. is what you taught me that you were. Yeah. So it's always important that you let it be known. That's why I tell people all the time that I, I ain't. My, I'm not my kids' friends. They might. I want them to always think that, but I'm not here to be your friend. I'm here to make sure you know what to do to not get yourself in trouble and how to get yourself ahead. That way, you don't need me. I don't want you to need me forever. See, and that's what I said with y'all. I, I felt comfortable. Uh-huh. When God said you can move, I felt comfortable moving away from y'all because I set y'all up to a point to y'all know how to, y'all can get it on y'all own. Indeed. Facts. Y'all can get it on y'all own. Y'all didn't, y'all didn't need me no more. Y'all need me, but y'all free enough to, to, to do it on your own now. I don't have to hold y'all hand no more. You know, which uh-huh. I never really, I, I, I really never held y'all hands, never really. You know, right. I've always let y'all be as independent. In, 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 in for, 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 for a little for a little while with me, it was, and it, and, and it might not be the fact that you looked at it as a hand-holding situation, but it, you might not have been open, but it was just more so out of the fear of what you didn't want. It was more over-comforting. That's what it was, over-nurturing. You know what I mean? Where if there was never a, a Dana in the picture or a male in the picture, you know, I don't want to go into what could happen, but it would turn you into, I think, look at my life. It was all, you know what I mean? All mm-hmm. girls, all women. The importance of like TJ, while I got him playing football and stuff. You have to be around boys and men. Because yeah. I grew up around a lot of girls, a lot of women. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if you don't have somebody there to say, let the boy go outside. No, he's supposed to be in here right Give him about ten minutes, and, and then he better show good, up. You know what that I mean, was me. right? And that's the <laughs> that's the over nurturing part, yeah. and that's where that's where the hand holding. That's where we, that would fall in the category of hand holding because it's almost like let the boy be a boy, watch her, but let him be a boy because he gonna have to learn because one day he gonna have to protect you. But if you always teach him how to be a protector, he won't have, he won't be able to learn. His own character. Right. You know what I mean? Being an alpha is being out in the wild, and you got to figure it out sometimes. Figure out where you strengthen that. Some people, 
stronger with the hands. Some people stronger with the mind. Some people stronger with the mouth. Some people can fight their way out of a, out of a problem. Some people can talk their way out of a problem. Some people can strategize their way out of a problem. Mm -hmm. But if you're if you nurture somebody forever, they never figure out what how they can survive. So then they go with what you want. You know what I mean? Because it's what you taught. Well, my mama always taught me, put my hands up in a fight, but yeah. I don't even know how to fight. Bink, 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 bink. Right. But you're supposed to be the protector. But you might be the communicator. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, let, just Come on, man. Is this really what you want to do? Look, your kid's even looking at not a whole problem is solved because you let that male go out and figure out where he strengthens at. Yeah, and Simba the, wasn't the same as Mufasa. Uh, right. You know what I mean? Oh, come on. But Mufasa dying, Scar don't understand that he gave he did him a favor because Mufasa was over-nurturing him. Don't go that far. You can't do this. You can't do that. He Scar killed Mufasa, sent Simba off. He met some new people, but they taught him, be yourself. And he learned how to be himself. Throughout that whole movie, y'all never seen Mufasa teach Simba how to fight. So how did he manage to learn how to beat Scar at the end? Because he had built confidence. Simba mm -hmm. had to build everything about his own character to conquer the challenge at the end to show, I can protect. And that's the power of having somebody like Dana in a male's life to say, let him go. Let, he got to go. You got to let him. You got to let him jump off. That's just this. You got to let him get off the porch. You know what I'm saying? See, and that's what, and that's what I was saying about letting y'all voice y'all choices, decisions, give me y'all opinions. I wanted to hear, I wanted to know who, uh -huh. who y'all was. Right. And that's important but, for parents yeah. to understand about, your, they are human beings. Yes. You have to understand them. You have to know their strengths, their weaknesses. Exactly. They are not you. You know right, what I mean? Right. And, and I struggled that for a long time with TJ because I was kind of upset that I named him after me. When I got really into myself and everything, it was like, because I want him to be his own person. But God works in so many mysterious ways that he put him in a situation where he became a TJ. Because you're nothing but everything that your everything dad is. Because that's, only, that's all you know. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I, I understand it now. But now his seed won't be a, a third. He's going to name his child something completely different. How do you know? Cause I, I I'm, I'm knowing it. Cause it won't be the situation won't be the same. You know what I mean? You don't know that George Foreman named all his sons George. Uh -huh. I hope not. And they all did their own thing. I don't hope. I hope not. My 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 cousin my cousin Michi told me my cousin Michi told me I was a very interesting man because I had three first names. He said you don't meet too many brothers that got three first names. And I, we ain't gonna go too deep into that. But okay. it was it was it was. <laughs> That always stuck with me, and I'm like, yeah, that is kind of that's kind of crazy. But yeah, you gotta you gotta learn your kids. You know what I mean? Understand your kids and children. You have to understand your parents. Mm -hmm. It's all a learning process. That's why you. That's why it's important for family to get back to family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Sitting Eating down the table. with each other and stuff talk because it. then you get to talk. You know what tick daddy off. Mm -hmm. You know what tick mama off. Mm -hmm. You know what you know what I mean. And this is what happened with us. We had a lot of family time. All the time. We spent a lot of in the house time to yes. where I knew if I crept in the room while she was on the phone that she was going to yell at me. So I knew how to do it just to irritate her. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I don't know what would irritate my sister if I never really spent time with her. That's right. And, now we know. And we gonna everything have to do irritates. a segment on siblings. You everything know what I mean? irritates her. We gonna have to get one. Yeah, everything. Everything irritates everything. her. Cause smack is reckless. Smack is rebel. No. <laughs> but but, ba but back to what we right, were talking. Right. See what I'm saying? That's that's how our conversations. We went all the way to, to Lion King, and we were talking about something else. You know what I'm saying? That's because the Bible says you should speak in parables. 
Well, yeah, you're talking true. to the folks for better understanding. If you're talking them one way, I shot Tabolo AC. Yeah, right, all right, we ain't gonna do that. But back to what that. I was saying with the mother, mamas, and the mammies. Uh huh. Once you build a foundation as a mother, then you can move on to being a mama, which is where I am in my life with you and Shannon. I can be our mama. Like what we doing now? We can talk how we talk. We laugh. We have a good time. We right, enjoy right. one another. Because I ain't worried uh-huh. about y'all overstepping the boundaries because right. I set that foundation. But when it comes to mammies, mm-hmm. that's why I want to get it. Because because a lot of families, a lot of mothers that were mothers didn't have the opportunity or the time because of where we live. A lot of mothers are not working. And they don't have that time to really spend with their daughters to show them how to properly raise their, their children. So the girls are trying to figure it out on their own. And then a lot of them are becoming parents so early that, you know, they're becoming grandmothers at the age of 30s and, and 36s and 40s, where our grandmothers was already 60 and 70. You know, a lot of the, the, the young girls don't know how to properly raise their kids. So now their mothers, like, raising their kids. So now it's like you see your kid is looking at you like you my sister. So they don't treat you like you my, that's my mama. They treat you like you my sister. So now when you try to tell them something, I try to do something with them, they ain't looking at you like, well, I can't do that because mama said I, you know, right, right. I'm going to get in trouble. No, they're looking at you like, sister, you like, go in there and pick that stuff about the flow. No. And y'all laughing because you're high. Everything funny. <laughs> twerk, twerk, Keisha, twerk. Everybody laughing. Twerk, 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 Keisha, twerk. Everybody laughing at Keisha twerking. And now Keisha done dropped stuff all on the floor. And now you say, Keisha, go in there and pick that up off the floor. Ain't. Wait a minute, let me get up. Ain't. So. But let me, let mama say, let the mother, let the grandmama say, Keisha, go get that. Keisha gonna go get it. Yep. And Keisha ain't gonna say yep. nothing. True story. That's that mammy stuff. And so, you don't let grandmother become the grandmother. That's right. So now the child is respecting the grandma more than she respecting the actual mother. And it becomes mental health, stressful, and depression to you because what you're yearning for now, because that, that connection that you have with that child that you pushed out, you're yearning to be the nurturer for it now, and it's rejective to it. Mm-hmm. And by that being rejective to it, that's something that's being rejective to your spirit now. Because that child is a, a, a bearing from your spirit as uh-huh. well. And now it's becoming rejective of it because you didn't do your purpose you of nurturing pu- that right. child. They respect the grandmama more than they respect the mother. And now you got to be a child your entire life because now you got to call your mother to have your mother help you. Check your kid. Your t- Facts. That's why when y'all, had, out here. when y'all had y'all kids, what your mama say? What your daddy say? Nana, can I go over your house? Terrence, what TJ doing school this week? Did he do everything you told him to do at home? Yeah, you can come. Shane with the with the girls. Mm-hmm. Shannon, what they doing? No, they got in trouble, mama. Well, nope, you can't come. I never overstepped uh-huh. y'all as 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 parents of y'all own kids unless y'all ask me to. The only thing you do is you play your nana role. That's, that's my job. And that's when we all together and the kids might get yelled at and you'd be sometimes you'd be oh yeah loud. They all right. But that's my but job. So I, know, I got I know, to. And that's now wait y'all go back home and y'all can do whatever y'all y'all normal routine is, but ain't no routine when I come to town. Yeah, you're right. Ain't no routine. You know? If they want what y'all normally don't give them, give it to them. Mm-hmm. Cause y'all can give them the look like y'all know she's leaving tomorrow, right? But that's uh-huh. <laughs> but that's also that's also playing the position of, of that's just family. 
Yeah, you, you play the position exactly. because you need people in there. And when you put people in those certain positions, like I understand that there's things that TJ won't say to me, but he'll say it to Shannon. I know that. I know it's things that he's going to grow up and he's going to call Dana to talk about that he won't talk to me about. Uh-huh. It's things he's going to talk to Tune about that he won't talk to me about. It's things he's going to talk to you about he won't talk to Shannon about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because everybody has a different role. Right. I know I got to go to my daddy for everything. But, Papa, I need help. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to talk to my pops about it. I'm going to ask you. You know what I mean? Because it's just... You're a little bit smoother because I'm playing my role. I'm not supposed to be your friend. I want to be that. But you also do understand that you can come and talk to me because we take the time to have conversations. But some stuff, it might not be life-threatening, right. but it's just certain conversations then, that you feel comfortable having with somebody else. And then it's certain words you're looking else. for, like with me and you. Like, you can talk to Shannon about something, but, you know, when you it, say you hit me hit Shannon with a relationship question. you be like, fam, you know this chick, mm-hmm. she's so-and-so, and she's going to be like, bro. Yep. If it was me, bro, you know, bro, I'm a self-blown, self-blown, bro. But when you come to you, when you really think about what she told you, you know, sat back and analyzed and thought about it. Now, mama, mm-hmm. let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Let me get your opinion on this. Because, you know, me, you're going to go back to, well, what the Bible say? Uh, uh. Is it in the word? Uh, yeah. You know, so now you got your natural to think about. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to give it to you from the spiritual. But you know, I'm going to bring it back to the natural. Shabos. But we're going to go spiritual and see, do this line up with the word. Because this is what the instructions that you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, like you say, that's why every everybody in the house, or everybody that you connect to you, that you say you call family, that you confide in, plays a very important role. Mm-hmm. And raising children. And that's why you got to understand as a parent, it's not always about just you as a parent. Because some parents grow old to feel like failures because their child didn't turn out to be what they wanted them to be. What they wanted them to be. You know what I mean? First of all, you can't look for your child to ever be what you want them to be. And then you also have to understand that you can't look at yourself as a failure as a parent. Unless you overlook everything that you did. What environment did you have your child in? Exactly. You know what I mean? What standards did you set for your household? What was the foundation that you set as a whole? You know what I mean? There's certain things that I don't allow my son to be around. You know what I mean? Right, right. Doesn't mean I have anything against the people or the persons or the places or the things. It's just that. I understand that my son is at a stage in his life where he's a sponge and he soaks up anything. Everything. And it could be one little thing, but once it grabs in- interest gonna, in a child, it it'll be time. in his mind all the time. Yep. And now you got things like YouTube and stuff where you can look up everything and you don't even have to know how to spell it. And it'll still direct it. you to it. Yeah. And now you got your son, you wondering like, hold on, I done went to Harvard and I'm a doctor. Why my son like guns so much? Because you ain't even paying attention to who you letting them hang around or who house he going over. Or what he watching on YouTube. Not, none of this stuff is mattering because the only thing that you two focused on is what's going on with you. Don't be selfish. You signed up for something when you when you when you when you have yep. children, life children, life changes. Life and changed. you signed up for something and now it's not about you anymore. And I'm a key stickler about ch- they didn't ask to be here. Uh-huh. Children didn't ask to be here. So you don't change their life to fit your life. You got to change your life right. to fit their life because mm-hmm. they didn't ask to come here. When you and Shannon came into my life, I wanted children. Indeed. I wanted kids. So I changed my life to fit y'all. But then when I tried to have That's a right, life, Jack. then Shannon mentioned to me that I was going too much. I stopped what I was doing <coughs> to get back to, to, to y'all because evidently it was something she needed from me. So I need to stay at home so I can get to, into my kids' head and find out what y'all doing. 
What's going on? But it was something I wanted to talk about, about you and Shannon, because that's all I can talk about is you and her. And we, when I say we listened to y'all when y'all were little, I knew where you were going to go. I knew your life from when we used to sit in the car and listen to music. When I bought you the boombox and, 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 and the Eminem CDs and all of that, I knew where you were, your life was going. When you told me and Dana that you said, one day, I'm going to start a production company. Hey, don't I tell y'all this? And Dana say. I told you, I've been manifesting this since I was a kid. And Dana say, what's the name of your your production studio going to be? your speaker productions. productions. I said, and then we used to always say, well, do it then. Yep. Do it then. Well, do it then. But we never knew the rapping that was going to be what got you there. Cause you used to choose, used to yeah you got in trouble for rapping but you used to rap in the room with your boombox and stuff but that was all a part of this journey that you went on to get here you know mm-hmm. Shannon was more like me but one thing I learned I like about Shannon is that she before I had her I would get jobs and quit jobs get jobs and quit jobs I think I had a, I can't even count how many jobs I've ever had I can remember but you always I, telling us about your resume man. Uh-huh. I get jobs and quit jobs. But when I got a job and I kept a job, one thing I can say about Shannon is when Shannon get a job, Shannon going to keep that job unless you send it to 10. From zero to 10, it's over. But other than that, she, Shannon going to go to work. Because smack is reckless. Smack. And, I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I told her that. I said, that's one thing. She get good jobs, too. Yep, and will And will work. Y'all had good attendance records, but y'all watched. And I made sure that I told y'all, go to work. Don't miss no days. Same with Dana. Y'all watched him. He go to work. Go to work. And those were the things. I was, that's what another thing that made me, made me feel good about leaving. I knew y'all was going to make it happen. I don't care what y'all had to do. The pandemic brought out some things in y'all that y'all probably had the division. Knew you wanted to do it, right. but didn't have the time. So now God gave y'all the time. Now look, you're building businesses. Look, look at this. This is awesome. And I love it. And I'm a very proud mother. I'm a very proud mother because now I know what I did for y'all did wasn't in vain. And it still ain't in vain because the journey ain't over. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to forever be there to support y'all in whatever I, y'all do. I don't smoke cigarettes, but I'm about to buy a bunch of lighters. I don't know what I'm doing with them. But whatever y'all got going on, I'm going to invest. I'm going to invest because I want y'all journey. Not to, and I, I know it ain't going to be easy because it's not meant to be. Because you gotta you gotta appreciate how you get there. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna have to have a little couple of rocks every now and then. Right. A couple of people gonna fall off. Right. But you gotta keep on going through your that's your path. Indeed. Just go around around it, the rock, and keep on going. But never get to the rock and stop. Mm-hmm. Don't get the go ahead. No, that's it. I was gonna let you finish because we brought this thing up. <clears throat> well, we thank you. You know I've been wanting to get you on here since I first started over a, about a year ago I mean, when I first started. We always talk. She like put me on the podcast. <laughs> put me on the podcast. Well, you on the podcast, and you did exactly what we what we knew you was gonna do. You, you took the flow and you and you let it be known. You know what I mean? You speak real, and it's the stuff that people need to hear, and it's the stuff that people want to hear. Some people even have these things and they can't get it out. Right. So this could, this could be a nice segment for families to sit down and listen to together. Mothers and daughters to sit down and listen to together. Or something, if you know somebody that might need to hear this, that they can take it and they can share it. 
You know what I mean? So we do thank you for coming coming and sitting and rocking in with us. Yeah. As always, we want to thank y'all for rocking with the Tea Time Podcast, where we talk topics with tea. As always, I want to leave you with the acronym. That's peace. Positive energy always creates elevation. Peace, love, prosperity. And until next time. Uh-huh. Out. Try to tear us apart, but they don't see the man.